Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I mean, Animals for 800. Beware. This slimy animal is known for having the most teeth and could be chomping its way through your backyard right now. Now see, Arthur, that's a mustache. He's a game show host. So? It's a TV mustache. What is an alligator? The answer was a garden snail. What is a garden snail? I'd like to give that fake mustache a yank. What? I said hurry up or we're going to be late. Co-authors for 600. This author's title, The Sound and the Fury, was taken from this playwright's play, which shall not be named. Hmm. Who is? That trash will do nothing but rot your brain. Mom? You need to be practicing your monologues or watching Academy Award-winning films. Mom, hey, Mom. What, Gail? What do you want? I'm busy, sweetie. I was just, um, I... Oh uh, my fucking god, Arthur. No, you are not wearing that. This art is looking like a masterpiece. Yeah, a masterpiece of shit. (laughs) Did you know that snails have the most teeth of any animal? What? Gail, honey, you need to speak up. I didn't say anything. I wasn't talking to you. I didn't even say anything. Take a freaking chill pill, will you? Sorry. What is it? Did you know that snails have the most teeth of any animal? No, sweetie. Snails don't even have teeth. Yes, they do. They have the most teeth. What? Snails. She says they have the most teeth, and I'm trying to explain to her that snails don't even have teeth. You know who's got the most teeth? It's gotta be sharks. Or horses. Or maybe that old guy who works at Corndog Sub. (laughs) Will you stop? That's so rude. He just likes to smile. Oh, what's he got to smile about with a mouth like that? A job. A paycheck. Money. All right, all right. Hey, gnarly. How do I look? You look ridiculous. I wasn't asking you. So, gnarly. What do you think? Like a million bucks, dude. See? She gets it. Come on, baby, let's motor. Gnarly, if anyone knocks on the door, don't answer it. Especially if it's dirt furniture. I'm trying to read the dozen Two Flat Earthers Kidnap a Freemason. Episode 8 Almost Famous. Written and created by Jeremy Ellett. Starring Zane Shatt, Jack Carmichael, Lauren Grace Thompson, Matthew Woodcock, Rob Schwab, Graham Rowett, James Ferrero, Faith Dowgan, Maya Murphy, 
Ryan Philbrook, Sox Whitmore, David Hanna, and Addison Peacock. Two Flat Earthers Kidnap a Freemason is a work of serialized fiction. If this is your first time joining us, please go back and start with episode one. I'm sorry, I just... I still don't get it. You still don't think the Earth is flat? Okay, okay, okay. Oh, here's a really good one. Flat Earth Tony has a great channel. A really well-rounded approach to Flat Earth videography. His videos helped me sort of break through and understand Flat Earthery on a deeper level. Hey everybody, it's Flat Earth Tony, and... It's loading. Just wait one second. Uh, here, I'll just skip ahead. That usually gets it going. If the Earth is 25,000 miles in circumference, then there should be a drop in the curvature of the Earth of about 8 inches by the mile. Every mile is 8 inches. So 2 miles is 16, 32, 64, 100 something. Do you get what I'm saying? If that's as far as the eye can see, then why isn't the curvature there? Why can't you see it? Did I see a picture of Alf in that slideshow? What does he have to do with all this flat earthery business? I mean, he gets around to the Alf stuff in the third hour of the video. That's when everything really starts to tie together. Hey, Walt. I'm gonna need to snap a quick picture of you, so... I guess you look fine how you are. Say cheese! Damn it. Hold on, I had the rabbit filter on. Had you looking like Benicula. Okay, one more. And this time, try to look more... Freemasony? Or don't, I guess. Just sit there looking all depressed and shit. Alright, I will see you two on Sunday. Just needed to snap a quick pic of Wally here so I have some sort of proof to show Newsham. Pixar didn't happen, right? Have fun! Wait, what? Where are you going? What do you mean, where am I going? I'm going to ConspiracyCon. There's only one place to go when you're looking for a little bit of mystery and a whole lot of fun. It's the 12th Annual Conspiracy Con in Kansas City. With scheduled guest appearances from Doug Newsham, Jesse Ventura, Mark Sargent, Flat Earth Tony, and more. Leave your inhibitions at the door, along with any outside food and beverages or tobacco products. Come early and be treated to a special guest performance by Master P and the No Limit Soldiers, featuring Twista, Whitesnake, and Charles Stiles from Mystery Diners. But that's not all. You ask for it, and we listen. This year, ConspiracyCon will feature public bathrooms and a public execution of James Thomas Waller, the Stephenville Stephen Strangler. That's right. We've worked out a sweet deal with the state of Missouri, and we'll be bringing an end to a life and bringing it to you live at ConspiracyCon. Don't forget to stop by the sword booth and check out our massive selection of used swords. For a limited time only, enjoy special VIP access to a live murder mystery competition. A man was recently found strangled to death in room 314. Police are still investigating. Leads are drying up. But as a guest of the Four Seasons Hotel and Conspiracy Con, you have access not yet available to the general public. Use it to your advantage. Solve the murder before the police do, and you might even get a podcast out of it. It's the 12th Annual Conspiracy Con in Kansas City. Of 
course I'm going. I don't even know why this is an issue. This was supposed to be our vacation, Randy. We've been talking about it for months. Yeah, in a perfect world, we'd absolutely both go. But each of us agreed to take on certain responsibilities when we decided to bring a Freemason into this household. If we're both at ConspiracyCon, then who's going to feed the Freemason? Hmm? Who's going to take him out to use the bathroom? You're the one who wanted a Freemason. I don't see why I should be the one getting punished for it. It's only two days. Randrew, you cannot leave me here alone with him. That man is a vampire. What? You got garlic. Why are you laughing? It's not funny. He's not a vampire. Jeez. You don't know that. There is no way you could possibly know that. Don't worry. I'll be back before you know it. And the best part is that our lives will be changed forever. And for the better. How? I'll score some free swag, bro down with Newsham, and find an organic moment to tell him we kidnapped a Freemason. Then we'll probably high-five and fly back on his private jet. And within a few weeks, I'll have my own show on the Newsham Network. You really think so? I do. I really do. What are you going to do if you run into Karen or Mike? I don't know. I'll probably tell them they can fuck off or something. And you remembered to pack your toothbrush, right? It's just two days. I won't need it. <sighs> don't worry. Everything's going to be fine. And that, my friends, is exactly how the Russians have been using YouTube algorithms, subsonic frequencies, and low-budget cartoons to brainwash our children. Once you get someone to believe in something, you can get them to believe in anything. That's a quote from THE A.J. Parkinson. As I wrap up another installment of the Newsham Hour, I just want to remind everyone that I'll be at ConspiracyCon this weekend in Kansas City. The Four Seasons has reserved what they refer to as the Executive Ballroom for my talk on censorship, cancel culture, and deplatforming. For those of you who can't make it, don't fret. The event is going to be live-streamed to every corner of the Earth. No matter where you are in the world, you'll be able to hear every word of it. <laughs> oh, don't worry, Newsham. Folks, I'm coming. The can is open. The worms are here. Peel your eyeballs, people. And until next time, stay positively paranoid. He is gonna love this Freemason. How was I the first person who ever thought of doing this? It was so easy! This episode of Six Feet Down Under, we continue our international tour as we spend the night in number three most bone-freezing haunted building in the United Kingdom, Hampton Court Palace. The intimidatingly spectacular Hampton Court Palace is most known for its historical connection to the Tudors, the annual Artisan Festival, and also its ghosts. <gasps> oh my god, I would never... According to other YouTube videos I've watched, the ghost of Henry VII has been spotted standing by the pool, looking quite annoyed with everyone mucking about in his home. While we were there, we managed to capture this image of an orb floating about in the hedges of the triangular maze just north of the palace. You know, it's really not all that haunted from what I've seen of it. What? Do you need to go to the bathroom again? No, I was just mentioning that I've actually been there before, inside the palace, on a tour. It's not all that scary in person. Mm, according to my boss, you need a fourth-dimensional brain to experience supernatural hauntings. Do you have a fourth-dimensional brain? No, I don't believe so. Probably why you didn't see any ghosts. I can help you fix it. Your brain, I mean. I can make it so that you'll be able to see ghosts. From what I've heard, it's a pretty easy procedure. No, I'm good. 
Let me know if you change your mind. Will do. So, um, where's Randy going? I'm not supposed to tell you. I understand. He's a boss, eh? Randy's going to Conspiracy Con. It's in Kansas City. Every year they hold it in a different city, and usually we can't afford to make the trip. But, since it was so close this year, we'd be able to drive. Or at least that was the plan. Before the new plan killed the old plan. I assume I was the new plan, then. You are correct, sir. You know, Gail, I'm willing to just walk right out of here and never say a word of any of this to anyone. I'd go on about my life, and you'd be free to go join your partner. Good one, Wally. I wish. Welcome to the Four Seasons Hotel. Are you here for the convention? You know it. Spirit of St. Louis, here to represent. What's the name? Reservations should be under the Flat Truth, or Dunning, or Dunning-Kruger, Randy. Dunning-Karen? No. Dunning-Randy. Hmm. Here we go. Looks like we have you staying in the Blue Lagoon room. Hmm. Blue Lagoon? Like Brooke Shields? Yes. Named and thematically decorated as a tribute to the 1980 cinematic classic, The Blue Lagoon. Can I transfer my reservation to a different, I don't know, less horny room? My wife booked this a few months ago when we thought we'd both be coming on this trip, and now it's just me, and you know... Huh. Loud and clear. Give me just one moment. I'll see what I can do. A rippling wave of whispers passes over the crowd of conspiracy theorists. Randy turns to see who it is, and... Oh, fuck me, goddammit, it's Karen. Karen. Karen moves through the crowd, making sure to greet every face she encounters with a look of contempt and disgust. Get back, people! Get back! Oh my gosh, I'm such a big fan! Can I... Mike, could you... Back up! Back the fuck up! I just wanted a selfie with my queen! And Sirhan Sirhan just wanted a selfie with RFK! Not on my watch! Back it up! Karen! Karen! Will you sign my forehead? I'll allow it. Oh my god! Thank you! Thank you! No eye contact! No eye contact! You look down! Sorry! Sorry. It's okay. There you go. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you! We're done. Oh, hey, Randy. Karen. And I'm Mike. Remember me? Where's your mustache, asshole? At home, in my mustache box, with the rest of my mustaches. Where's Gail? She didn't come. Rough patch, splitting up, alien abduction. What's going on, big bro? You can tell me. Everything's fine. She's just busy working on our secret project. That's weird. So weird. What could possibly be more important than Conspiracy Con in Kansas City? I guess you'll find out soon enough, won't ya? Hope this secret project is better than your balloon video. What's it at? Oh yeah, 600 views. (laughs) 600 views? I've watched giraffe birthing videos that have more views than that. (laughs) Gross, Mike. That's what I'm saying. Not all of us are in it for the views, Karen. Right. 
Honestly, Randy, I'm surprised you even showed up. You know, after that whole public pooping campaign you tried to launch. That it's fake news and you know it. Too bad no one can tell the difference. I see your boy Ed couldn't make it either. Is the foundation of the St. Louis Flat Earth Society crumbling before our eyes? We're stronger than ever. (laughs) We'll see about that. Mike, let's hit it. You better watch your back, Randy Dunning. Hey, you can't say that. That's my shit. You better watch your back, Mike Smith. I am watching it. I am watching it. Stop spinning around like a dipshit, Mike. Hey, hey, you can't call me a dipshit. That's a no-no word. We've talked about this. Good news, Mr. Dunning. We were able to upgrade your room to the Big Harry's Palace of Wondersuite. It comes with mirrors on the ceiling and a heart-shaped vibrating bed. What the hell? You were supposed to make it less horny! Hmm. Are you sure that's what we said? Here's lunch. Nice. It's a fried chicken kids' cuisine. Microwaved. Looks... uh, lovely. Thank you. Look at that brownie. Phenomenal. I've never seen corn mixed into the chocolate before. Is that some sort of American custom? No, that's just what happens when you make kid cuisines. A little bit of everything gets into everything else. Ah, not a problem. I'll pick it out. What do you want to watch? More Six Feet Down Under? Or should I find some How They Make That videos? I don't watch much YouTube, to be honest. I do enjoy the child biting his brother's finger. That one cheers me up. What? No YouTube? Are you... Are you serious? Modern blasphemy, right? I use it for everything. How do I change an air filter? Check YouTube. What's this weird rash on my leg? Check YouTube. Is space real? Check YouTube. How can I watch the Batman trailer? (laughs) YouTube. How does the stock market work? Check YouTube. Is a woodpecker's tongue really long enough to wrap around their skulls? I think I get it. It is, by the way. What? A woodpecker's tongue. It is long enough to wrap around their skulls. Any reason you're telling me this? Because if it wasn't for the internet, I wouldn't know that. Honestly, I don't know what I'd do without it. (laughs) Probably go crazy. (laughs) What else do you like to watch? Oh, all the good stuff. Uh, Cooking shows, game shows, stuff like Totally Baked... Survivor Man, Big Bubba... You watch Big Bubba? I know, it's pretty cheesy and just a dumb reality show competition, but I... I love Big Bubba! Oh, I think the American version of Big Bubba is a bit different than the UK version. I've been living here in the States for quite a while now. I'm a BB fan going all the way back to the Chili Cook-Off Alliance. The CCA! That is so cool! You're an old school fan like me! Oh, this season has been crazy, right? I'm a bit behind for obvious reasons, but I tell you what, I cannot, for the life of me, figure out why Sinead didn't use the Showtime veto on Miles. Right? Like, why even say you're in an alliance with someone if you aren't going to actually protect your alliance member when they're in danger? People always want to play such a passive Big Bubba game, and like, I get it. I understand why they'd be hesitant, but you gotta know when it's time to make a move and get someone out. Exactly. The new players don't have any respect for the strategy of Big Bubba, and that's why they won't win. You know who I think has a good chance to take home the 500,000 this season? Who? My favorite is Little Bob. He's so funny. The way he says, these my kicking socks. 
Who took my kicking socks? <laughs> I think Becca has worked herself into a nice strategic place in the house, and if she can just get to jury... Becca went home last week. What? Yeah. 6-3 vote. What happened to her alliance? Two scoops is D-O-A. Oh, no. That's a shame, really. I'll definitely have to catch up once this whole being kidnapped and locked in a cage business is sorted. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I save all the episodes. We can go back to wherever you left off. That actually sounds quite nice. I would like to do that. Sweet! Then I'm making popcorn. Truth be told, I haven't had the chance to watch Big Bubble with another person in years. Not since my daughter Darby went away to uni. Same here. I usually just watch it while Randy's doing his Newsham Hour transcriptions. It's a much more entertaining show when you're able to watch it with someone else. Oh, I know! My stepdad, Art, is the one who got me into it. He used to send in audition tapes every year. We didn't have a tripod, so I'd have to hold the camera for him. He was a wannabe stage actor, so he'd always ham it up too much, though. Well, that must have been fun, growing up with a parent who was pursuing their passion. That must have really inspired you. I mean... I guess, but he wasn't around for very long. I had a few dads. None of the other ones were as cool as Art, though. Ah, I see. I was on TV a few times when I was a kid. Yeah, so you were a bit of an actor yourself, were you? It wasn't a big deal or anything. My parents used to send me out on all these auditions, and one time I actually booked a gig as Kid Drinking Milk. It was for one of those Got Milk ad spots. The only thing was, I was never allowed to drink milk when I was growing up because of how the calcium would make my bones grow too fast and cause me to age out of possible casting opportunities. But for this gig, I had to drink milk. And I had to drink a lot of it. So the day comes and the shoot takes forever. Hours of take a drink of milk, smile, say the line, take a drink of milk, Smile, say the line. We had to film the scene from a ton of different angles and every take was another gulp of milk. And the body can only take so much milk. And- I think I see where this story is going. Believe me, you don't. The doctors said they'd never seen anything like it. Well, then by all means, continue. So, like I was saying, the human body can only take so much milk. And when I hit my limit, I hit it hard. I ended up slipping into a milk-induced coma for three weeks. I didn't even know that was a thing. This is exactly what I was trying to tell you with that whole Flat Earth Horizon video I showed you earlier. You gotta start using the internet more, Wally! It's a bit different. Is it though? Yes, it is. So, anyway. I slipped into a coma, and when I woke up, I found out they recast me. You know, as soon as we've caught up on the regular broadcast episodes of Big Bubba, we could put on the live feeds. Oh, I gotcha. Here I am, yapping away. I'll put it on. What was the last episode you remember watching? I believe it was the eviction when Denise went home by unanimous decision. Oh, wow. You do have a lot of catching up to do. Tick tock, 
Two Flat Earthers Kidnap a Freemason Written and created by Jeremy Ellett Actor Direction by Danielle Ellett The opening and closing theme for Two Flat Earthers are both by Gladrags Special thanks to our associate producers Daniel Naruta and Anthony Sigmund Lowry Be sure to check out our other shows The Subjective Truth and The One Stars If you'd like to help Good Point make more weird audio fiction then visit patreon.com forward slash goodpoint. If you enjoyed listening to this episode of Two Flat Earthers Kidnap a Freemason, please leave us a rating, review, codex, or riddle on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. At the end of today's episode, be sure to stick around for a special treat. It's a trailer for another podcast we love. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.